0: Nick Roush and Adam Luckett here with Brad White, a few days ahead of Father's Day. It's a busy recruiting season. Uh, players are back on campus. And uh, we wanted to get Brad in here because it is Father's Day. And, you know, there's a lot of demands on the shop. It's year-round. It's June, seemingly a time when nothing's going on, but it is very busy. There's a bunch of campers coming yeah. on around right here. <laughs> a lot of people. Um, in this profession, it's it's tough. You're here, year six. That's very rare. It's also crazy that it's year six already. So, what is uh, h- how tough is it though? Just juggling college football coach recruiting visits, practices, and also uh, being a father right. of four.
1: Yeah, you got to be really intentional. You know, that's the uh, that's the big piece of it. You know, June itself is just that. I mean, it's about three weeks of mayhem. Uh, -hmm. from, you know, when we start our first camp, really, you know, that June 5th and it runs all the way, uh, you know, essentially two full weeks and then, uh, we'll be with sort of the players that, that last week all the way up to the 23rd. So, um, the kiddos know dad's going to be in and out a little bit, uh, you know, in June. And the nice thing is that, uh. Coach makes it really good in terms of bringing the families into the facility. So I, I get them here all the time. Uh, my boys are actually going to do the football camp. Uh, oh, nice. You know, uh, my daughter, she's at the age now. She's turning 12 here at the end of the month, uh, just to add something to June just to make it <laughs> a little less busy, you know. And But she's she's around volleyball camps all around here at U.K., Asbury, so they're bouncing around. Um, but, no, we, we – I get home at night, and the nice thing is, at least in June, the, the sun doesn't go down till late. So last night uh, we were playing two-on-two basketball. I had the five-year-old, and then my two oldest were on a team, and it was <laughs> uh, nuggets first heat to, to see who was going to win the NBA title in, uh, on an eight-foot basket. So, um, no, that, that's – as much as I love being a football coach, nothing beats being a father. Like, that is – that's the the
0: joy of my life. So, well, being a football coach too, you're do, do you get any sort of sense of responsibility where they aren't with their parents anymore? So, are you kind of do you have to kind of become a, a team dad for the lack of a better term? No, oh, you do. You know, you I, I've got you know two boys at the house
1: and you know 45 in the facility. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> Coach got all the whole the whole 110 man roster, but you know that if if I'm recruiting them or they're on defense or they're in, I was seeing that that outside linebacker room. I'm gonna treat them like my own son, and uh, that's they don't always like that, you know, because <laughs> just like my own son, he, you know, you can't just always be their friend. You know, you got to be able to. to to give them a swift kick in the tail when they need it. And, um, but we're there when they need them, too. And, and so when they when they call up, they have an issue. You know, they have a flat tire. Um, just, you know, about a week and a half ago, I uh, had a player that was, you know, about an hour and 20 minutes away from here and called up and had a flat tire and said, hey, coach, what can I do? And it's like he knew how to change a tire, but he didn't have a tire. He has tire locks with no tire key. Mm-hmm. So now you got to go you know, help sort of work through that problem, you know, drive out there, help them, get them to uh, an auto part store so we can get the key, go back, get the tire changed. And, you know, it's, it's part of, you know, in a busy month of June, you know, you didn't expect that to be three hours of your day, but it is. And, and that's, but you know what? That's what it's about, you know. And it's about those relationships and everything's not going to just, your day's not going to be perfect. Um, and so, no, it's, it's a blast, you know, and then you get to experience the joy, you know, that a father gets when when their son or daughter does something really well, right? You you get those same moments on a football field. the The wins aren't as uh, fulfilling as watching the players fulfill their potential, and I think that's the same way, you know, when you're a dad, like. Yeah, I, I was a former player, but I get I get more fulfillment watching my uh, my kids succeed at whatever they're doing, whether it's sports or they, they you know they get an award in school or that, something like that, and the joy on their face like that that's way more than any award I could ever get for myself.
2: With Father's Day coming up, Brad, this is going to be my first Father's Day on Sunday. Well, congrats. You, you're that's an ex- big. You're an experienced veteran <laughs> at this day. So do you have do you have a checklist for a successful Father's Day? Is there something you have to have the kids do for you, or do you have like a setup for how you kind of handle this day?
1: You know what? When you become a veteran on Father's Day, it's like getting older and your birthday. You tend to forget about it until <laughs> they tell you, "Happy Father's Day!" Oh, that was today. Okay, I got it. Um, Early on, you know, just like when you're young and it's your birthday, you know your birthday months in advance. So you're like, oh, this is my first Father's Day, second Father's Day, I'm going to keep all the cards. And I still keep every card that I get from my kids. I have a box that's a yay high, any birthday, you know, all those things I keep them because I know uh, there can be a time that they're out of the house. And, you know, you can go back and look and then, you know, get emotional, you know, in a room by yourself. And uh, <laughs> But... But no, no, no specific checklist, um, and you know what? That that's what makes it fun. You know, everyone's a little bit different. You know, sometimes it may be breakfast in bed. Sometimes they surprise you with a, a gift or a, you know, the, the handmade stuff is what what's always mm-hmm. the the best. And so,
0: yeah. Well, you, you mentioned checklist, and I'm curious if you if you look up, we're we're gonna slightly switch gears here. But if I look up the stats, I go to cfbstats.com. Look up total defense, scoring defense, pass defense. It's it's two or three, and it's yep. been pretty consistent throughout your time here. So when you're looking through your checklist going from one year to the next, what's one of those things you want to check off? What's a, a goal for your defense going into fall of 2023 that you want to improve?
1: You know what? The, the one specific – every year, doesn't matter. It's always going to be that scoring defense. Like, that's, that's where – I hone like, cause it doesn't matter how many yards they have. Doesn't matter how good in any other stat, if, if they're scoring points, they're scoring points. If they're not scoring points, that's, that's sort of the, the object. Um, but I really try to focus. So other than that, I try to look at areas that I think are significant that we weren't great at because just like anything the the things that you focus the most on, you tend to get the most return. The things that you, uh, because you can't emphasize everything. You try, but where are your primary folks. And uh, going into last year, we had we had not been great on third down, like statistically. You know, we had made big stops when we needed to, but statistically over the course of the season, we had uh, been more in that eight, nine, ten, even 10 range, you know, when it came to third down. So we, we really focused on being a really good third down defense last year, and it paid dividends because it, it, it also becomes, you become, We were third in the the conference and almost second in third down defense, which was the best since I've been here by far, even in comparison to the 18 team. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also made us the leader in first down defense, because if they don't convert on third, they're not getting more first down, you know, so it sort of works hand in hand. Um, and then that helps with your scoring defense. And that's it. If you're off the field and they don't have opportunities to extend a drive, well, then it's going to help your scoring defense. So I thought those two, um, and then red zone. I think red zone's a really big one. And the statistic that you get for red zone isn't always, to me, the best statistic for red zone. You know, right now it's basically all the statistic you'll see from CFB is any scoring yeah. in the red zone. Well, you know what, if they had, say, 10 possessions and they had to kick 10 field goals, right, that's 30 points. If they made them all, Mm -hmm. that means that all they would need is go 50% on touchdowns and they got more points, right? That's 35. So we talk about, hey, just force field goals. And uh, if we can be, you know, under 50% touchdown percentage, you know, that's sort of our goal. That's that's the objective, force field goals. And, they, hey, listen, they're not going to make them all. Unfortunately, last year, I mean, they made just about every field goal, and I think three <laughs> kickers set personal records on distance. So we, we just couldn't buy one last year. But um, but that's what I'm proud of. Like, we get in the red zone, rise up, force field goals, and, you know, it keeps you in a game.
2: Brad, you call plays from the field. Wow. Why did you decide to do that when you became the coordinator? And what, what do you think is the advantage for you as opposed to maybe being up in the box? What, what, why do you want to be on the field?
1: All right, well, that, that's an easy answer and I can even tie it into Father's Day, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, for me, it's about being able to look in their eyes. You know, when you, when you call a play, you can look whether they're confident in it or not. You can look, if you're on the sideline, you can feel their emotion, you can see it in their body language, where if you're removed in the box, yes, it's a much sort of slower game, uh, it's much more objective, it's kind of like you're playing with the 22, and I think you could, you could make some really good adjustments, so there's, there's some positives to obviously being in the box. I just don't think for me personally that outweighs the ability to be down there and, like, I, I call games, I adjust games based off of how I feel on the sideline. Hey, what is their emotion? If I say, hey, guys, we're going to do this, and you can see in their eyes, like, yes, let's do that. Call that coach. All right, good, I know they're, they're all in. If half of them are like, I don't know, Coach, like I don't feel great. Like, don't, because they're not going to run it. With confidence, I I want them playing calls confidently, Um, and and that's no different than, you know, you. you, I call my wife, hey, how are the kids doing? You know, they're doing fine, or they're having a bad day. But like, if you're looking
0: at them eye to eye, you know exactly Mm -hmm. how they're doing. No, you're right. And uh, speaking of that, like, from looking, uh, Kentucky gets uh, actually pretty, you know, a smart journalist. We know. So much about sports, <laughs> and there's some smart journalists who say that Kentucky's great in the transfer portal. I know you do quite a bit of work identifying players to target. Zion Childress is a kid who I don't when he committed. People were like Texas, State. You know what, what, who's this guy? He ends up turning to be a real ball player at the end of the year, and there's a lot of um, momentum kind of going in this fall that he can be an impact guy. So, is there something specifically when you're you know watching tape of all of these guys that come in that? you're kind of looking for when you're, when you're watching the tape? Yeah, you know what? Number one, you know, they've got to be, they got to
1: fit what we are. Like that, like, hey, take out the stats, take out, you know, what they've put on tape. You know, when you dig into their, their character aspect, are they wired the way our defense and our team is wired? Hey, do you like to work? You know, are you unselfish? Like. Like that's a big piece of why we've had so much success here is uh, we're really lucky uh, to have a locker room and a unit that cares about each other and and they want success for the unit. And then if personal success comes, that's great. And we talk about that. That'll come if the unit's having success. Uh, So that's a big piece. And then, uh, you know, a developmental aspect, like we don't, you know, we, we've gotten to a place right now where when we go into the transfer portal specifically on defense, you know, a lot of it is you look from a development standpoint, if you lost a sophomore in the portal, you know, we're trying to fill that spot necessarily getting some teams are all trying to get, you know, maybe he just won and done, get him in and out, you know, if you had a specific need, you could always do that like we had with with Kidron last year and, you know, but for the most part, we're looking for guys that will settle in here and grow and develop and, um, so that they have multiple years to understand what we're all about. And uh, we, we've had that and, you know, Zion's like that. You, f- you forget, like Zion still has two more years. You think about a, a Jordan Robinson, you know, he, he played as a true freshman, you know, at Livingston, was able to redshirt last year, so we still have him for three more you know, and as physically developed as he is. So it's, uh, you know, JQ the same way, you know, and I can go down, you know, through all the guys we've gotten, but mm-hmm. they all have years so that they can settle in to the system, you know, because, and we, you've heard me talk, like our defense isn't just, you know, two defenses. It's yeah, not yeah. It's not something you just pick up by walking in on day two, you you know it all. You like, gotta learn. You've got to <laughs> learn it. And there's some pieces to it, but you're also, Uh, ready for the next level because you've played in uh, a defense that has multiple fronts, multiple looks, multiple coverages, checks within a call, um, and, you know, that's what you're going to get at the next level.
2: Whether transfer portal or high school, it's popular commitment time, college football. Hmm. We've seen that you're a fan of the Jamin Davis tweet uh, on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Do you have
2: a celebration in-house in the office with maybe the defensive staff or just you when you when you land a commitment?
1: You know what, honestly I don't. Um, <laughs> just like if you ever watch on the sideline, I'm probably, it's not that I'm not excited that we get a turnover or a big play. Um, there's usually little blips of emotion here or there. I try to stay just pretty even because hey, that's what I ask our guys to. I. I and I like our guys, obviously, to play with a little bit more emotion than maybe I show on the sideline. But um, it's not to get too high and too low. And I just want them to be able to look over to me and be like, whether it's a good play or a bad play or a, just a, you know, 90% of the plays are just right about average, you know. <laughs> and there's about 10% of the plays that are either going one way or the other. Um, that they look over and they're like, okay, coach is cool, he's fine. And I'll, and, and all, you know, High five and get you know sort of more emotional on the sideline with them, but during the game during a, a commitment. Now trust me, like y'all high five and fist pump if we get a we land a good guy it, as as much as anybody. And I'm you know I think my wife probably will, would tell you she knows if we got one or lost one. You know <laughs> when I walk through the door, you know where my mood is, um, but no specific. You know, dance. But I do like the Jamin. I mean, is that not the greatest? Like, show <laughs> it. That, that shows the emotion that I don't outwardly express. And you know?
2: he's kind of the model I think you all try to sell a lot the recruit, yeah. and develop.
1: A recruit, develop, and we like them long and athletic and strikers. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't, it, it, whether it's a D lineman, a DB, a linebacker, it doesn't matter. You know, that's. That's a pretty good one.
0: Let's, let's do some, some Father's Day rapid power. We appreciate your time here, but I want to hit on a couple of quick topics um, that we, we need to know where you stand at. All right. And you mentioned it earlier, playing sports. <laughs> Best sport to watch as a spectating father? Best sport to watch your kid play? Oh, cra- soccer.
1: Soccer. Or, soccer or I love watching my daughter's volleyball games.
0: Interesting, interesting. Soccer outside, not not for me. It's a little hot. Not as much scoring. Gotta watch
2: the dome up there. Yeah, see,
1: baseball gets me. Like like I just sit there and I'm like, no. Other than the heat, nobody's sweating. You know, I'm watching my son (laughs) play. I'm like, he might have burned in in an hour and a half of sitting down and watching this game. He might have burned 15 calories standing (laughs) there. You know, so like I like them to be active. I like them to run around. And that's the beauty about soccer, it sort of keeps nonstop them moving. keeps them moving. And at least there's some, there's some action for, for, for us as parents.
0: So you, you need, um, you need to, on the opposite end, you need 20 minutes of quiet. Like it's just madness is happening. You got to pop something on the screen. Best distraction, television, movie, whatever it might be. Ooh.
1: By myself, no kids. With the kids, oh. for the
0: kids to watch. Oh, so you. So can... I can have. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think
1: it, it depends on age. So, uh, <laughs> the youngest one. So I've got. So I've got one turning twelve, mm-hmm. a nine, a five, and a two. So I got the range. Yeah. Right. So right. if I need the, the two-year-old, she's on and, and she rules the roost. If she's on a on a high, <laughs> uh, like you can put on. Uh, Monster Machines, she she loves Ooh, that with Blaze one, and the Monster boy. Machine. She, got... She'll sit there and watch. She loves that. Uh, the five year old is huge um, into like, believe it or not, like Premier League soccer. Oh wow! <laughs> but he loves that. those like the YouTube videos that show like the, the bouncing balls and like it, it. It, they can watch it for hours if you let them right where it's like a maze and like the it spins the ball and a ball will drop here and then if it scores that team gets a goal if not they just rotate through it's kind of like a uh, uh, like a, almost like a pinball type deal and mm-hmm. so he'll do that so I you know you can do that on YouTube I don't even know what it's called you, YouTube's great yes you gotta you gotta have limits now yeah. like yeah. hey Fifteen at a time, and we got to go out and we got to run around and we got to <laughs> get the brain going again, re-stimulate. Um, for Lincoln or Julia, like they, they're not big TV watchers. You know, it's yeah, the especially older a ones, little bit older. Yeah, a little bit older than I. They can read a book. Yeah, right. No, yeah. like my my daughter loves to read. Like she's like her mother. Like she could read all day long. Um, I need to get better at that. Even at my age, I need to read more.
2: They can go to the KSR channel and
1: find their dad on YouTube all the that, time. Yeah, exactly. They get, they get tired of seeing their dad.
2: <laughs> on the grill, favorite thing to fire up on the grill.
1: Oh, oh man, grill. anything, anything. But um, you know, I've gotten a Traeger for Christmas. That so that was like the the big Christmas gift that I got, which is just so much fun because <laughs> I I was always a. A grill guy, and I, and I know I'm not a charcoal. I'm more of a propane because so I like it's quick. You know how much time. You know, know what? I, I'm, I've ingratiated myself with the new generation. I'm an instant gratification guy, right? <laughs> uh, so you can turn it on. You can go I'd steaks, chicken. I, I love doing uh, skirt steaks you know, or ribeye. That's like I'm not a I'm not a New York strip guy. Like I know a lot of people like I'm, it's ribeye. It's something fatty. Um, but the Traeger just has changed the game because it does all the work for
0: you a little bit, uh, and it still come it comes out delicious. So. Oh man, now I'm getting hungry. Uh, top family vacation destination.
1: Ooh, I know um, you. you did we, one we, year. All, we did. You know we rotate a little bit. You know the, we did <laughs> during COVID. We went down 30A and. Um, so that was a blast. Last year we did a cruise. This year we're doing a, a cruise again uh, with my side of the family. Last year was with with Kate's side of the family. Um,
0: cruise is so gonna draw. be nice for kids. It is, there. and they and,
1: and they can only go so far, right? Yeah. Like you've got the boundaries. You're stuck in between the fence. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which with four of them, like it's nice. You need.
0: <laughs> yeah. You have to have that fence there. And then defense, <laughs> yes, exactly. that's like it. <laughs> you don't need to be worried about defense like, around. Oh, okay.
1: you went from man to man to you know the second one. You could everybody talks. Oh, you can still play man to man. Oh, three, you got to play zone. Yeah. Nope. And then four. I'm like, what? We're two men down in hockey here. Like we, <laughs> you, they're definitely scoring. They're. Prevent defense on the. Curve. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not we're not definitely on out there. we're definitely up two score <laughs> two two scores. Thirty seconds left. We're just gonna let the ball get caught in front of us and rally.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I had a baby in October. I've had one in April. He had one in the summer. Uh, best time of the year to have a baby. Well,
1: obviously, I'm not very good at that because I've got three in season babies. Oh. <laughs> And one right before, so That's, uh, uh, for a football coach, out of season would probably be best. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, March Madness, you could that that sounds like a great time. Yeah. Masters. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, I, I've always heard that. See, those are great for surgery, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Surgery, yeah. so you got you got the excuse, you know, <laughs> Masters weekend or March Madness, uh, but no, as so. Yeah, timing-wise, it's never good. We got two in September, uh, one in November, and then my daughter was June 26th. And so (laughs) she went to every – so we played uh, 12 games that year when I was at Air Force. And she went to 11 of the 12, including at Notre Dame, uh, at Navy. It was minus two uh, up in Fort Collins, Colorado. And my wife, she's an absolute trooper. (laughs) She, you know, whatever, five months on, you know, Bundle up, let's go, we're going to the game. We're a football family through and through. That,
0: that is a football family. And um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, it is year six. A lot of coaches, they they don't see six years at one place. So what is it about keeping your family here and, and sticking around when you've obviously had opportunities to, to go elsewhere?
1: Well, it's just that, it's family. You know, it's... I, my dad was in the military, he was Air Force, and uh, so we sort of bounced around, you know, three years in Massachusetts, three years in Wyoming, three years in Germany, and then we finally sort of settled in, he, he retired and we sort of settled in Rhode Island. Um, but to have roots is kinda, it's really cool. My wife was able to do that in, in Virginia. She was able to stay in Virginia her entire life. and. Um, the fact that we were able to do six years in Indy, we're going into six here. I mean, to be in only two, two places for essentially 12 years, like that's, that's special in this, this profession. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we can stay a lot more, that's, you know, as long as I can keep Coach happy.
0: <laughs> well, we're happy you joined us today. I know it's a busy time of the year, but we appreciate you taking some time with us. Uh, good luck this summer and this fall season, and we'll be catching up with you soon. Appreciate it, brother. Sounds right?
1: good. Appreciate you guys.